everybody and welcome to this episode of Reviewed. My name is Sean and today I'm going to be doing my Mandalorian Season 2 spoiler heavy review. Um, so that is your warning right now. This is the spoiler review. So if you haven't watched Mandalorian Season 2, um, I don't know how you haven't been spoiled at this point, but if you haven't, turn right around, listen to my spoiler free review of Season 2 and Season 1. Um, so let's get right into it. This isn't really going to be a review. It's more just going to be the highlights, uh, my favorite parts of the season. And I'm just kind of going to go episode, episode by episode. So we're going to start off with episode one of season two, um, the Marshall. Now this of course, uh, stars, uh, Pedro Pascal as a Mandalorian, but also Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth, who is the Marshall of a, t a town on Tatooine. And he basically plays the marshal um timothy the oliphant i believe you know he he's played he's the stereotypical like marshal cowboy modern day cowboy character he's played a marshal in um the old west in deadwood he's played a modern marshal in justified and now he plays a space marshal in star wars and honestly he was my favorite part of this episode i love timothy oliphant especially when he's all cowboyed up and the cool thing is is he found boba fett's armor so he's actually wearing boba fett's armor um and also you get to i mean this episode was huge i think this was the biggest episode of the uh, second season because we had what's called the crate dragon it's only been talked about and maybe seen you know in the shadows and the skeletons uh in the movies and comic books and stuff like that but you actually got to see it and so it was really cool to just see this huge huge creature and this is a tv show and they're this is like game of thrones um level special effects um and just uh, visuals. So uh, this was just a huge episode. Um, the really cool thing is, is that at the very end of this episode, uh, we see uh, the actor Tamora Morrison, who's best known for playing Jango Fett and um, a bunch of the clone troopers. And so uh, you assume at the end of this episode that it might be Boba Fett, because there's always been the rumor that Boba Fett lived um, after he fell into the Sarlacc, pat, uh, Sarlacc pit in episode six. But we'll get more to that later. So then we have uh, the second episode. This was, to me, this was kind of the filler episode. Um, it's just kind of like a getting a point A to point B kind of thing. Uh, episode, a Mandalorian, he crashes on an ice planet, and then he has to fight off a bunch of uh, ice spiders. So it's uh, that's kind of really my, my two cents about it. It was a good episode, don't get me wrong, but um, to me it was just a filler episode. So then episode three um is the introduction well actually you've, you've, we finally see other mandalorians um that aren't part of his clan and it is none other than bo katan who for any uh rebels and clone wars fans from the animated series will know she was a big part of the series in uh, a couple seasons and so the cool thing is they got the actress that voiced her to be her in the show. So I thought that was really cool of them. Um, you got to see some cool Mandalorian action and you got to learn a little bit about uh, Mando in that he was actually raised by religious zealots um, and that, you know, they're a different sect of the Mandalorian culture. Um, and then, of course, there's the huge name drop of Ahsoka Tano at the very end of this episode. And, of course, anybody who's watched Star Wars, The Clone Wars, or Rebels will know Ahsoka Tano is a big deal. And if you haven't watched uh, Clone Wars and Mandalorian or Clone Wars and Rebels, I recommend you do so because you you miss a lot of the hidden things in Mandalorian. I mean, there's a lot of Easter eggs for these fans. And it, but of, of course, Ahsoka Tano is a huge character. I mean, she's a main character in these series. Um, she's also she's a Jedi and uh, was Luke or was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan uh, during the Clone Wars. So then we get to Episode Four, 
and uh, he has to Mando has to return um, to uh, I believe it's the the planet from Navarro with uh, Carl Weathers character and um, Cara Dune, and so uh, they're you know they've they've you know um, I keep saying you know but you don't know if you, if you haven't seen it um, they they've redone the vi- or they've redone the village and have made it a prosperous and peaceful place. Um, but there is also the, there's kind of like a break-in scene where, uh, Mando and the characters, they have to, you know, they want to destroy this base and, but there's a big Easter egg in the background. Um, and you, you could catch it and there's, I mean, a lot of speculation and we know, and we kind of find out why baby Yoda's around and that he's being harvested for his blood. And it looks like his blood is being used to potentially create clones and you look in the the tanks that they have in this episode, and you can't help but assume that it's Snoke or Emperor Palpatine, um, which of course would be a lot of the Rise of the Skywalker stuff. So there's that kind of Easter egg. So that was a big takeaway from Episode Four. Now Episode Five, huge episode, probably besides the Episode One. I mean, this is the biggest reveal, and it starts off right out of the gate. Ahsoka Tano in the flesh she's played by rosaria dawson who was a fan cast which was just awesome and you actually we actually finally could see like you know besides the dark saber and mandalorian season one we get to see lightsaber fighting well lightsabers in action and man it's a good sound i love the sound of a lightsaber and she does fight uh somebody in you know combat uh who had, who's using a spear made of beskar which of course you know comes in handy later on and um and so mando helps asaka tano um retake this town that's being controlled by an overlord and um we also find out that baby yoda has a name it's grogu and he was actually at the temple during um, order 66 back in revenge of the sith um, and somebody took him but we don't know why and so we we do find a a little bit about his past but um not a whole lot but enough to give us you know something Ooh, that's that's nice to know um and of course when mando finds ahsoka he wants uh, her to take grogu but she's like she's too attached to mando and so uh he has to go find another jedi and uh who could potentially train him and so that leads us to episode six so uh, mando takes grogu to like this jedi temple that ahsoka talked about and grogu enters like this force realm and uh somehow i mean the the it seems like he's you know searching through the force at an, uh, to call to another jedi and so um but while he's doing that none other than boba fett shows up with fennec shand who is a mercenary from season one who was presumed dead but boba fett found her and helped her heal and so uh but it's boba fett back and it's the coolest thing because i mean he's uh he's a badass i mean you know not to say bad words or anything but he's a badass in this episode and this episode is actually directed by robert rodriguez who is known for his kind of um almost quentin tarantino type films um but he's also done spy kids so he's done you know multiple films but the action is clearly robert rodriguez and there's just one awesome scene where boba fett gets back his armor so he's in his boba fett armor and he just wrecks shop with a bunch of stormtroopers i mean helmets are breaking um he's just being awesome and tomorrow morrison i mean he is boba fett he is just so cool and the cool thing is there's a behind-the-scenes episode um, that released on Christmas Day, and Tamora Morrison uh, talked about how they incorporated some of his haka from his culture into the fighting of Boba Fett, and I just thought that was so cool. Um, so, uh, however, the um, 
uh, Moff Gideon, who was the villain of season one, he happens to be alive, and he actually uh, has been tracking Mando and has been looking, of course, for the baby, or for Grogu, and steals Grogu from the temple, and so now it's a rescue mission for the next two episodes. So um, that's, and Boba Fett has, well, has said, well, you know what, I got my armor back, I'm going to help you out. So Boba Fett's in on the fight, which is great. We didn't, he's not just a one-trick pony. I mean, he's going to be around for a little bit. So uh, episode seven, this is a kind of a break-in mission. So uh, they need to know where Moff Gideon is hiding out. So they need to break into a, you know, uh, an Imperial base. And to do that, there's, you know, um, it's, it's just a cool mission. It's hard to explain, but it's a really cool mission. Great effects. Um, and so they also bring back uh, Migs Mayfield, who is uh, Bill Burr, the comedian, um, and they bring him back to help out. And uh, this is the first time in season two that we see Mandalorian's face for uh, again. And the thing is, he shows it to a lot of people because he has to. He's um, he's undercover as a uh, Imperial officer, and he has to take his mask off for a reason uh, to get some information. And so you know, there's a few people, including Migs Mayfield, who. Uh, see his face and so there kind of goes his creed but it's it's starting to show it's not even it's not starting to show it's already it's you know throughout the season you can tell that mandalorian is uh, you know he's very protective of the child of grogu and there's a very strong father-son relationship and so the fact that he's willing to put his creed aside to save the child just shows his character development i just love that about this season i mean they just really nailed it with with his character development over these two seasons so they get the information and so now they are off to the last episode which is the rescue and this episode, I mean, this is this was one hell of it. I mean, it was, it was. There was a lot of predictions of what was going to happen. You know, I mean, was there going to be a um, cliffhanger? Were we going to see the potential Jedi that will rescue Grogu? And if it was a Jedi, who was it going to be? You know, there was a bunch of names. There was, um, there was the the guy from um, uh, the Rebels. There was the guy from the video game that came out about two years ago. Luke Skywalker, Mace Windu. I mean, names were being thrown out. And so we didn't even know if we were going to get to see a Jedi or if it was going to, that was going to be the cliffhanger. So um, the rescue starts off. They, uh, Boba Fett, of course, helps them get into the, the Imperial ship. And we have what's dark. I mean, two episodes ago we saw dark troopers, and these are like highly, you know, huge droids that are just unstoppable. And so um, Moff Gideon, of course, he has the dark saber, and he challenges Mandalorian to a duel with the Beskar um staff that he has and mandalorian wins and now has the dark saber but of course once he gets back and of course we also have uh, bo katan who returned to help out and uh, she of course wants the dark saber because that will help her take control of uh, mandalore again um so near the end of the episode the dark troopers um are about to just wreck shop and kill everybody and there's really no way out there it was really unescapable and so um suddenly out of nowhere, you just see a single X-wing, just a, a single X-wing uh, land in the ship, and you see through the um, the security footage, you see a, a cloaked figure walking through, and then suddenly you see a lightsaber go off, and then it you know you know goes away from the security camera. You actually are in the scene where the the Jedi, it's a Jedi, and it's got a green and the Jedi has a green lightsaber, and you're like, oh my gosh, are you serious right now? I mean, there's a lot of speculation, but you're like, oh wait a minute, is this Luke Skywalker? And sure enough, um, 
this Jedi defeats all the uh, dark troopers in a very like cool hallway scene, almost reminiscent of Darth Vader in Rogue One, and um, takes off his cloak or takes off his hood, and sure enough, it is Luke Skywalker. Um, they were able to um, de-age uh, Mark Hamill. He voiced the character once again um, and de-aged his face. And uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, well, so Grogu now goes with Luke Skywalker. And so that was a huge reveal. I didn't actually think we were going to get a full Jedi. I thought it was going to be a tease for next season, but that's that's how they ended it. So um, the Mandalorian Baby Yoda saga is is kind of en- it ends here because now Grogu went off with Luke Skywalker to train train to be a Jedi. So, um, however, the season three I think is going to pick up um, where Mandalorian is going to be you know having to deal with possibly ruling Mandalore, and I say that because. Um, when he won the dark saber, it's um, the the story of the dark saber is whoever wins it in battle controls Mandalore, and that's why Bo Katan wanted it. However, uh, Moff Gideon tricked you know tricked everybody so he would have to fight Mandalorian and Mandalorian now. But of course, Mandalorian doesn't want to rule Mandalore. But now that he's got the dark saber, and he's trying to, he tries to just give it to her, and she's like, no, it has to be one in combat. And so that just kind of, you know, we don't know where that story is going to go, but I anticipate it's, there's going to be some conflict between Man- the Mandalorian and uh, Bo-Katan and the whole... I think it's going to be a true, like, Mandalorian story the next season. Um, but in a surprise fashion, we did have a after credit scene. And the after credit scene was on Tatooine in Jabba Hutt's palace, and we had Bib Fortuna, who was like Jabba Hutt's right hand man. Um, he's kind of the controlling warlord, and Boba Fett walks in and kills him, and then sits in the throne. And with that, we have a new show called The Book of Boba Fett. So we have a new show coming out December 2021. Um, I don't think Mandalorian's going to be coming out at that time. I think it's going to be coming out early 2022. Um, but the fact that we're getting that show, and that show wasn't even uh, so. Halfway through the season, um, Disney uh, released like a whole slate of TV shows and movies for Star Wars. I mean, more TV shows than anything live action. We have Ahsoka, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi, we have Rangers of the New Republic, um, but there's no mention of the Boba Fett series. And then suddenly after this, because they were trying to, you know, this was going to be a big reveal, they added a new show, but the Book of Boba Fett, going to be live action and going to be starring none other than Tamora Morrison as Boba Fett. So, um... So this was just one hell of a season. Bravo to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. They've shown that the star, the you know, the fans should be in charge of Star Wars. We shouldn't be leaving it up to you know corporate executives. I mean, honestly, to me, Mandalorian is what Star Wars has always been and should be. The sequel trilogy. I mean, I enjoy anything Star Wars, but the sequel trilogy to me, um, it was it's a it was a disappointment because you know I felt like they didn't they didn't know where they were going. Each you know each film was directed and written by somebody else, and so the stories didn't line up. They should have you know from day one knew where they were going, but they didn't, and so that's why it was such a sloppy story. But the Mandalorian proves that there, you know, there's still hope for Star Wars, and I, you know, and I think this has gained a lot of fans, gained a lot of fans that have lost interest in Star Wars. I think, you know, it's it's now it's it's a cinema-like quality television, and it is on Game of Thrones level. I mean, I think Mandalorian can easily replace the Game of Thrones um, 
slot in a good way too. So um, with that, this has been my spoiler-heavy review of kind of the main takeaways from this season. I'm very excited for season three. I'm excited for all these other television shows. I mean, we're getting Ahsoka Tano starring Rosario Dawson. We're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is the one show that I've always wanted, starring Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. So um, there, to be a Star Wars fan right now, I mean, maybe two years ago, it wasn't a good time. But now it is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. And so I'm very happy to be a Star Wars fan and will continue to do so. And I'm looking forward to Season 3 and all the other Star Wars shows. So once again, this has been Reviewed.